Hello, everybody, and welcome to TWR News. This is JC. And this is NC. And we got some shit to talk about. We do. Um, let's talk about what we got at number one. Number one, Eric Bischoff firing. <laughs> that was fucking, it was so expected. I mean, you could totally see that Bruce Pritchard was going to shank him right in the fucking back. You knew right from the get-go when Bruce Pritchard got hired that the first thing he was going to do was stab Eric Bischoff in the back. And what does he do? Stab him in the bro, fucking back. Bro, out comes the knives, bro. The knives are coming out, bro. And now Bischoff is selling t-shirts making fun of his firing. You look at God straight and I see this guy and he doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, so um, one of his t-shirts is you can find me at catering. Oh, and, and then don't forget about his FedEx fired shirt. FedEx fired shirt. And then <clears throat> the moving truck one. It's got like a moving truck on it. Right. There we go. Yeah, Eric Bischoff. Prove that he's a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. That can barely do a competent podcast. Um, it, and let's face it, he he totally tried to meld in with the Smart Society, and they're like, "Nah, dude, well, because he can't like, fit in." Like with that cot, like he was in over his head. He, he was. He really he, was. Uh, he's he's a guy that's had a few good ideas. A few. A few. But but hey, if you want to look at the real of it, what was his number one idea? NWO. Okay, and what? What idea did he steal from to make NWO? New Japan. Bingo. Yeah. New Japan is the first one to fucking come up with NWO. He fucking stole the idea. He made it popular. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can really give him credit for, and I would say this is mostly Hogan's creative, is him making Hollywood Hogan. I thought that was okay. a great. That was a great character. No, that was. Um, but it's, I mean, Bischoff has never been. Like a, a creative genius. He's, no. he's just he's honestly been the male Dixie Carter. He's just yeah. a guy with a big pocketbook who buys all the top stars. Yeah, and when he signed on to that deal, he saw he saw money. That that's all he cared about. And the fact that this asshole was leaving early, you don't leave early at Vixen Man's fucking fed. I mean, this this is a guy who expects you to fucking work overtime for him. In in other words, he was leaving early because he saw the writing on the wall. Exactly. He, he knew. Well, he took no time to learn any of these wrestlers. I mean, I, I don't blame him. No, not at all. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, dude, that's your job. You moved to Connecticut for this shit. The least you can do is fucking try to watch this game, whack fucking bullshit, and learn who the fucking stars are, and learn how to fucking push. And it, it's so funny that right after he booked the Kofi Kingston nine-second squash, right after he booked that, chop. Right after you booked that. And that was Bruce Pitchard doing the fucking Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber finger point. You know, Seabass is coming over. Who's the dead man who hit me with the salt shaker? He's pointing at Eric Bischoff who's just sitting there fucking eating his fries. I tell you, he sold him out. He sold him down the river and he should be ashamed of himself. Bruce Pitchard, you have brought nothing to the table. The only cool no. scene that you have ever done is... Fucking Batista dragging Ric Flair out of his locker room, and 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 then saying, um, "Give me what I want." That's the only cool thing that I could think of that Bruce Pritchard is responsible for, and that's about it. I mean, that's it. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, because like, what's he gonna do? Because I mean, ultimately, we all know that Triple H is really. Really running things. With I the, blew the strings. With the sick man occasionally there. Oh, yeah, he's he's a string puller. There's a reason why. Okay, so there was a picture recently posted on Twitter of 
him on a Fox News show and he looked so fucking haggard and worn. He, you know, it's it's sad to say, he looks like Gandalf if he fucking went bald. He looks like a bald Gandalf now. That's the best way I can describe Bishop it. does? No, I'm talking about Triple H. Oh, Triple H. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Triple H looks so fucking ragged and tired now. Like, he honestly, for a guy that's, the, he's just, just in his 50s, right? 51? Yeah. 51? Yeah, uh, yeah, 50, 50. Okay, so we got a 50-year-old man. I'm not bullshitting you here. He looks like he's 65 in the fucking picture. He looks so fucking old, dude. And, and so just pale and decrepit and just like, he looks like the type of guy that spends all his life in an office. I am in total belief that he has taken over Vince McMahon's reins as being the guy who's there all the fucking time. See, he looks dead-ass tired. And he run, looks running NXT, so fucking tired. Running NXT is not going to exhaust you to that degree. And Ron SmackDown. And Ron SmackDown. That's what it is. That will. And and him trying to get an NXT Japan deal, too. Fuck. He is spreading himself way too thin, and that's why you're seeing even his automatic style of booking in NXT... His T-E-W style of booking, as I call it, <laughs> fail because he's completely mailing it in everywhere. And he's relying too much on Bruce Pritchard, relying too much on Kevin Dunn, relying too much on Paul Heyman to carry these shit shows. When Because he, he knows that he can't do it. Mm-hmm. He already knows. That's why he's spreading himself thin. I see. When I heard, when I heard about Bishop, like, because... People are going to make a big deal of, you know, Bischoff saying positive things on his way out. Right. Yeah, that's Bischoff's way of, of saying, yeah, okay, you guys fucked me over. I became apathetic when you guys were just shooting down any ideas that I would present. Um, I'm obviously not I, needed if here. If any. If any. <laughs> I'm obviously not needed here. Fuck this shit. I'm checking out uh, emotionally. Um, yeah. The other thing is, um, so, like, the reason he would say the positive stuff is that, you know, maybe WWE wants to do another WCW documentary. Or maybe they want to do another table for three or something else. That's another payday for him. Yeah, and there's a reason why he was doing that 83 Weeks podcast for the longest time is because he wants a paycheck. And he realized that podcasters nowadays, if you get prominent, you can make a decent-sized paycheck. Yes, you can. Look so, at Joe Rogan. Yeah. Even Taz. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really surprised that AEW hired Taz. You know, it's like... And then again, they're all smarts nowadays. Even the even the tough guys in ECW, like the bro tough guys, are fucking smarts nowadays. It's so sad. Okay, so another another news topic. Uh huh. Fox's reaction to the ratings decline. Okay. We got to talk about this. Yes, okay. we do. Um, and we did a little bit a in, little, in the QA yeah, question and everything, bit. but so looking at, at it now, that they, they're quote unquote very happy. With which what, what they, which which is what they're trying to say to not put them in damage control. They realize that they made a shit investment at this point, and they're trying to do all they can to fucking save face. And, and I know what I know what some of the some of the maybe even some of the creative writers are like, but the the the, the ladies don't matter. What matters is how they perform with certain demographics. Don't you forget about all the views on DVR, online, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook. They matter more than cable ratings. They are obsolete. But even that doesn't matter because TV advertisers and advertising TV are paying for a certain demographic 
But here's the problem with that logic. WWE, WWE is losing over 20% of their audience every year. Every and that year. trend is, is picking up speed, and they're losing even more and more every year. That's, um, I, mean, I mean, who's to say by, by 2025 that they're not going to gain more than 500000 for Raw yeah. at this yeah. rate? I mean, I mean, it's 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 to the point where Raw could be getting NXT ratings in twenty twenty five, and that's feasible. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It really is sad to watch a show that and was once beating Monday Night Football in the ratings, once getting eight point And then, and then the, the other argument is going to be, but anyway, a million viewers for a Friday night show is so good. Here's my argument against that. They're this, not getting that anymore. Well, well, well. Here would be my argument against it. I mean, just just case in point. Does Fox want to own a depreciating asset? Yeah. Do they want to own an asset that loses 20% of its audience every year? They don't. And is embar- and is becoming an embarrassment for their network? No. Not at all. That's why they're just trying to save face on this shit investment that they made. They realize they made a shit investment. But they're trying to look at it from the fact that, hey, if at least they get a 2.0 on a weekly basis... That'll be enough to sustain that demographic because that's still what the smarts say. Good demographical numbers for that time slot. That's what they're gonna fucking say, and it's bullshit. They will absolutely, and it's it is bullshit because again, WWE is a depreciating asset, a rapidly depreciating asset. It is. It it, it it's sad. Uh, fucking sad. All right, so now we got to talk about WWE 2K20 gl- uh, glitches. Oh my god! Holy shit! I'm looking at one right now of Rey Mysterio. Wow. Okay, so I saw one of a Divas match where the chick was going in a fucking tornado around the ring. Mm-hmm. I saw another one that they dubbed it to Anya Sail Away, and it was Finn Balor, and he was like lying down on the ring, and then all of a sudden he started floating around the arena and going through the seats. There's another one where, like, Owen Hart got caught in the ropes, and people were putting soundtracks over it to shit. It is, like, the glitches that I saw, even Johnny Gargano's glitch, he looked fuck. He looked like shit. I'm looking at Becky Lynch's right now. Becky Lynch's. There's so many terrible... Dude, they ripped her face off. <laughs> they did. They did. It's, it's, it's like a... It's like a fucking invasion of the body snatchers there, dude. It looks like a... They live... They, they live. It looks like they live. It looks like they live with a god with a Godfather outfit and like a black cloak yeah. with Becky Lynch with her face ripped off on the inside. It's fucking weird. You guys did a great job there, dude. That that just goes to show you how two K went into damage control mode and they had no answer for that shit. Now, I mean, at this point, I would have been like, "Yo, take fucking NBA two K twenty models and make them into fucking pro wrestlers." You already got the fucking engine built. Just just. <laughs> Put it in a fucking wrestling ring instead of a basketball court, you know? What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> they're, they're so retarded. Because let's face it, I know it's not the best franchise, but but 2K20 has been going for quite some time. It has. It you has. Know? And, uh, man, I tell you, I'm looking at these pictures. They're fucking crazy. They're so bad. Like, I the, mean... The, the ref was grabbing Charlotte's head. This game, let's put it this way, has it has more glitches right off the bat than Fallout 76. And that says a lot because right out of the bat they took a sixty dollar game and because of the controversy cut it down to thirty bucks. So within a month of coming out, you could buy a brand new Bethesda game, which is a huge. They were a huge developer at one time, for thirty bucks. One month after release. What the fuck am I looking at? It's like you're looking at a like, jobber fest. You're like, looking at what happens when two K goes into damage control mode. It's like the, the Rock. 
with like. Yeah, and here's the story behind that. Once Ukes left, they were forced to rewrite all the code from scratch. So that's why everything looks like shit. And the like, even Jay Rance did a video where he compared it to to Impact. You know, the the Impact video game that came out that had better renders and better playability than this bullshit nowadays. And they rush it to market. I mean, looking like this, and they still charge sixty. That's the crazy thing is that these assholes. 2K are still charging fucking 60 bucks for this shit. You guys are dicks. They're fucking, they're insane. They're dicks. Insane dick. Well, because they, they know that smarts are dumbasses. I even, I even had to tweet about it. I tweeted out, huh, you know what? A shit game for shit fans. Yes. You know? Yes. With, with, the, with the shit roster. <laughs> that yeah, that's so fucking fitting too. Smarks deserve this. Um, they deserve two K twenty. If you're not a smart, don't buy that shit. Um, you want to play a decent game that's kind of current. Fire Pro World is is kind of okay. It's not one of the best. It's kind of smarky, but it's the best out of the current ones out nowadays. What else right. you got for news? I got news. Right. Fox has moved on from CM Punk as the backstage host. Uh, well, that's why this asshole is all of a sudden starting to talk about having a return of the ring because he wanted to play, he wanted to play it safe and just get a job where he could talk shit about WWE. And they're like, Nah, dude, Saudi Arabia is calling. They fucking need you. And I, I tell you, with that Saudi money, they're gonna get Punk. They they could well they can afford him. Well, that's why they're talking so much about Punk nowadays is because they foresee and even Vince McMahon. I don't know if you saw the did you see the quote from Triple H? What's that? Triple H even said, "Well, you know, Vince McMahon said that we're open for business." That right does there tells uh, you that they want to fucking get him signed. And I, I bet you anything is for the Saudi Arabia shows and for WrestleMania. He's the Moses of the Smarks. He is. Yeah, right. Keep on going. He is. And let people go. So this is what this asshole had to say about... <laughs> Let's what a the, fucking liar. Let's hear the smart What a dumb. fucking liar. Here's what this liar had to say, and I'll get into to what was a lie. What's his name? Here, CM Punk. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. For five years, I've always been asked that question. No matter what I say, it gets reduced to clickbait, and it gets warped. I've gone through so many iterations of people saying, oh, Punk hates wrestling. None of that was ever the case. I think I've always been open to it. My attitude has always been that I don't see it happening. I think I could have talked about it more recently, but my attitude hasn't changed. People always ask, what would it take to get me to go back? I say, it, it would take a big bag. So people use their mention. No, 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 no. You want to, you want to. You make him sound like a gay wrestling Jesus. That's what he is. <laughs> well, wrestling Jesus is a, is a thousand times more entertaining than that fucking asshole. See, the WWE should hire Wrestling Jesus. They should hire Wrestling Jesus. They're fuck. He should be in a ring announcer. They're fuck. I would be the fucking Messiah to WWE. Let him, fuck. let him smoke as he introduces the wrestlers. They're fuck. <laughs> <sighs> so he left this skinny little fuck. You got, Johnny Gargano. You got Johnny Gargano. Weighing a hundred pounds, maybe hundred pounds. They're fuck. And then. Over here in this corner, to the right, you got Roman Reigns there. Ladies and gentlemen, Roman Reigns there. Looks fucking, like a fucking superhero looks, out of a fucking Marvel movie. There, looks, fuck. looks like one of them, one of them superheroes there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> superheroes there. Fuck. 
so yeah, CM Punk's a total fucking hypocrite. Yeah. <clears throat> because he went on a podcast saying, I don't think I don't think I'm ever gonna wrestle again. Yeah, exactly. I'm, no, 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 he said I'm never gonna wrestle again. He's uh, a fucking liar. No, no, it was all when he was on the red carpet. It was the red carpet. And, they, and, and, and you know what? They asked him specifically if he would come back to WWE, and he said, I'm never going to wrestle in WWE ever again. That's what he said. And, and to, quote to, unquote. To, to make it even more, to, to dump, pile on top of that. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. He went on to Collider, that that, yeah. that gay indie smark. Like, they, they, they favor with the smarks. One of those than, UK indie fag smart no, sites. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's like an LA. Oh, Cuck, Cuck okay. Sports review, mo- entertainment, okay. pop culture, bullshit review kind of thing. All right. They had CM Punk on their show. CM Punk said, I'm never going to wrestle again, guys. Bullshit. This, fucking, what a liar. What well, a well, fucking... Well, I've been open to it. I'm never going to wrestle again. I've always been open to it. Okay, so so just the cherry Ooh. on this fucking landfill pile. Do the it. tink. The cherry is him doing fucking run-ins on a fucking indie show in a mask, in a fucking hoodie, doing a shitty GTS. I'll never do wrestling again. Boom. 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 It crotch he's a chops fucking for eternity, motherfucker. He's a liar. Liar. He's a li- he lied about that. And, y- you, and yet the smart kid suck him off. He's a liar. Gonna suck him off. Uh, PlayStation giving refunds for broken WWE 2K20. <laughs> Good. Hey, at least PlayStation has the balls to fucking refund customers. I haven't heard anything about Microsoft doing that. Or even Nintendo, for that matter. So it's like, you know what, dude? If you're if you're Microsoft or Nintendo, get your shit together. Refund these poor customers who spent sixty bucks. And here's the worst thing: they had a package out there for hundred and twenty dollars, where they got an autographed picture of Edge. They got like a fucking a, a, a free plaque and then like a T-shirt or some shit like that for hundred and twenty bucks mm. for all the nerds who spent that shit. So they got a broken video game, and a lot of these times. They were just receiving the, the picture of Edge with no autograph. That's the new controversy right now. So they even fucked that up. So it's almost like the canvas bag controversy from Fallout 76. It's just as bad as that. They fucked up on that. So even for the people that are super fans that are paying all this money, you're get, you're not even getting the full fucking package for what you ordered. It's bullshit. Good God, man. What a jabroni fucking bullshit fucking move. Two like- kids. 2K20 is the biggest bomb of the year, without question. It's like, can anything with WWE go right? No, like, well, well it's, it's, it's like it's fucking up universally. What you're seeing right now is all the bad karma that Stephanie and Triple H, and even Vince, for that matter, have, yeah. have perpetrated on the wrestling industry coming back to them. And it's coming back in the wrestling industry, it's coming back in the video games, and it's probably going to hit, hit them in the movie and film department, too. I think you're going to see them suffer everywhere. Uh, XFL, even so, I don't see XFL getting any real traction. No. Well, because the, the AAF couldn't even... Now, okay, the difference between the AAF and the XFL is that the XFL has enough money for one season. True. They'll complete one season. But here's the thing. People don't care about NFL like they used to. No. What's to make them care about a fucking ripoff NFL? No, no and not only That's that... That's how they would look at it. Not, not only that, but like... Uh, damn, pal. The XFL is less stall, more ball. And my response to that, as a football fan, is the XFL is trying to adjust to factor that in. What, what, what's to stop the XFL from adjusting and just completely wrecking your business model and turning it up on its ass and fucking it? What, what's, to, what's, to, what's to prevent them from doing that? Right. And not only that, 
the cities of the XFL are going into LA, New York. They're overcrowded <laughs> markets. And like the, these fucking idiots should have figured, you know what, if you're going into business for yourself, you're starting your own promotion, you need to go for markets that don't have football teams. Like, especially with the Chargers leaving San Diego, this would have been a prime market for you to come in and start your own fucking football team. I mean, I, I will give you credit. I like the logos. I think the logos are sick. They are. You know, you could have had something going with the names too. But at the same time, you should have gone into markets that don't have prominent football teams or even prominent arena football teams for that matter. Just go into markets that are still big cities, but they don't have football teams and you could have more success. But no, you go into overcrowded markets that already have fucking established football teams and you're trying to gain some of their fans? That's retarded. That's some fucking NXT AEW shit right there. There's no such thing as an overly saturated market, pile. There's no such thing as an overly saturated market. Bullshit. You're seeing it right now. with, Especially with all these smarks that were so fucking excited about having a wrestling show to watch every single every single day of the week. And, literally. Yeah, the, you know what's amazing about it? The continual ratings decline for AEW. And, and, and how even these smarks... You know what? I, stretching them thin. Well, it, it's, it's, I think it's all part of the agenda to tank wrestling. And to bring in a new era. I think that's why NWA Power is doing its thing to kind of help bring in that new era. But I think that mainstream, it's it, they're trying to get the smarks so fucking exhausted that they leave pro wrestling and go back to anime. I hope so. That's that's what I, I see happening. I mean, just because... <laughs> it's, it's Triple H. No, we need more power. Ah, we need an anime. We need to make our own anime show. Yes, they do. Yes, they they need to make their they need to like partner with an anime studio in Japan. Yes, and make their own gay wrestling anime. Yes, and li- literally gay wrestling anime yes. with the, the dude characters fucking each other. That's the only way to get these animals away from the wrestling product. <laughs> Animated gay porn on the network. Make it happen, Triple H. Oh, we can't earn that shit, pal. It's okay. It'll be on the network. <laughs> It'll be in the 18 and above approved section. No rules. <laughs> making gay re- making some of that gay wrestling hentai there, fuck. They had Johnny Gargano butt-fucking Finn Balor in animated what form. What is this there, fuck? What is this there, fuck? <laughs> Terrible. Don't give Triple H the idea. <laughs> he's... <laughs> we planted it. He's going to take that seed and he's going to fuck that seed. More power. <laughs> we need all of Japan watching us. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's dude, a, what's the point? It's like they got all this money to fucking spend, but yet... No ideas. There's no increasing demand for NXT. At all. Well, because they don't know what the casuals want. They don't care about what the casuals want. It's clearly about... Only appeasing one niche audience, and that's what they're going for. As long as they have Meltzer praising their product, they're they're cool. They're happy. That's all. It's, it, it, declining ratings do not matter. As long as Dave Meltzer is talking on his boring ass podcast about how great NXT and AEW are, that's all that matters. I got a great idea for AEW. This is this is how you bring back the masses and the casuals. This is how you do it. AEW, you replace the commentary team with a judge panel. And it's Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez, and Wade Keller. And they were they grade every single match afterwards. I think that would be a good idea for a smart show. <laughs> but but see, here's the thing, though. I think you put all three smarts on there. You have to have a Simon Cowell on the show. So what I'm saying, okay, you have Wade Keller. You have Dave Meltzer. 
But then you have Kevin Nash as the third guy. <laughs> Damn, man. Dave, what are you doing, man? What are you... Oh, shit. He's jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I being paid to watch here? This shit is fucking gay. Fuck. Oh, God. Uh, Poor Kevin Nash. So, other than... Yeah, Kevin Nash is awesome. In fact, yeah. he... He deserves maybe, a top maybe, ten. He deserve, Maybe he deserves a top ten. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, man. I mean... Other than Eric Bischoff getting fired and Fox lying about how happy they are with WWE's and the Marcos, decreasing viewership. Oh, and also the Marco Stunt Ray Mysterio comparison, which uh, we covered intros we covered in both an awesome and a sucks. So yeah, just we, let, letting you know we covered both of those. We had to. It was it was just so egregious. It was such a big story we had to break it up into two. Boom boom. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, that has been um, our our news week. Uh, look forward to an NWA power, power. C- coming out tomorrow. So uh, it's been NC. It's been JC. And, and peace out. Peace out.